0: for you, Alex Becker, and all you listeners. Jeff Gersh. And not Danny Williams in the house yet. We'll see. He's got Christmas stuff. He's a room dad. Room dad. He's a room dad. Hello. You know, there's gender fluid over there at All Souls. Usually we leave that kind of stuff for the moms. Danny's a room dad. They're doing Christmas stuff. Ah. But we're still going to have a Festivus for the rest of us. We're still going to have a football Friday audition uh, of the program ho 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 boy. Yeah. Oh my goodness gracious Let's Please get it you are I am What it do baby Yeah Are you kidding me? Can't do it I'm not going to so quit asking Quit asking Re Merry Christmas you filthy animal And a happy new year God bless us, everyone. Oh, my goodness gracious. We're here. We're back. We're live. It's the last show of 2023. It's the second day of winter. And the Broncos are super relevant. Just remember this, guys. I know you guys are all... God, you Broncos fans, you sure got a little bit of Minnesota Vikings in you. You know, where you can try and, like, predict, Well, soften the blow. If things don't go your way, but I'm telling you what you got a huge game this Christmas Eve and then back to back division opponents. I don't care what your damn record is. We play to beat division opponents. You play to win the game. You haven't beaten the Raiders in a while. I had a feeling this thing's coming down to that Raiders game. Antonio Pierce. Hello. You play to win the game. Oh, what do you know about the Raiders, Jeff? <laughs> you idiot. You're stupid yes. Vikings fan. You don't know anything about the Raiders. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I got on a plane just the oh, other day yeah. and I watched them score a total of three points, Raiders and Vikings. I'm telling you what, I wouldn't go giving yourself three victories here. I wouldn't start saying we're 10 and seven just yet. But damn, it's close, it's right there in front of you. And I'm telling you one other thing, there's no room for mistakes. You don't get to make mistakes and go three and0. You cannot muff a punt and expect to go three and0. You miss an extra point in a game with one of these games. I don't I don't know if you can just afford to do that. Can't do it. Can't do it. And I know this much, the New England Patriots this year have had zero. 100-yard rushers. Garbage. Them and the Packers. Take that for data. You can't, Take that for data. You can't be letting the Patriots run for 100 yards on you. No right? way. Can't do no
1: it. No way. Can't do it. Ramondre Stevenson, whoever it is in the backfield. Yeah.
0: Let's go Zach Allen. Let's go interior line. It's going to come down, yep, to all sorts of defense and then taking care of the ball and offense. When, when that winning streak was going on for the Broncos, for the Vikings. Turnovers were minimized when you had the ball and maximized when they had the ball. That's the that's the formula, okay? When, when the winning streak was happening, it was third and short. And when the losing was happening, it was third and double digits, okay? Can't do it. Cannot find yourself in those situations. And man, I wonder what's going on in the head of one of the greats of all time, Bill Belichick. I mean, at this point... You've got what? Two wins, three, three wins. You make it to
1: three. Beat Pittsburgh at hell least.
0: Hell of a hell of a season. Is three enough for Bill? I, I mean, at a certain point, you when you've got that few of wins with this few of games remaining, now's not the time to get on a heater. No, no way. Don't go getting on a heater, now, Bill Bailey.
1: He's got three games left in his Patriots coaching tenure. You think so? I I, I really do. I think this is it. Do you think he's got three games left in his NFL coaching tenure? No, I think he will go to somewhere else. I think it's likely the Chargers, um, subject to change, but uh, he's not done yet. But I think it's run its course up there in New England. I've heard Sean
0: Payton wouldn't even mind being that Chargers head coach. Mike Tomlin's kind of looking over on the other side. Is the grass greener over
1: there? (laughs) They had their chance at Payton. Chargers should have fired Staley after, after the playoff loss.
0: Well, isn't that something too? When you don't fire him, and then you see what you could have had doing something that you don't have, it makes it kind of doubles down on the pain, but also doubles down on the "let's get this guy out of here and not make the same mistake again." I.e., Nathaniel Hackett, right? I mean, oof, that Jets offense this year, oof, oof, that guy, that almost sucks. But that doesn't that make you feel a little better on the inside, deep down?
1: Yeah, no, and we didn't. uh, This guy's.
0: Actually a bad coach. We didn't just make him look bad. He's actually terrible. And it almost makes you think, like, Russ Wilson is a great damn teammate. He'll do whatever the coach says, even if he doesn't agree with it, even if it makes him have one of his worst seasons of his career. He's like he's like a, a company man, right? He's like, whatever you say, sir, I'm, you know. Sir, yes, sir, Mr. Lundy. I'll get right on that radio row with Drotar. Gersh and Drotar. Mm. Radio Row Stars. Rico Ramirez? Oh yeah. Radio what? Row Stars? What? Huh? Mm. How? I'll believe it when I see it. Why? I don't I don't think Radio Rows open on Sunday, guys. <laughs> it was a game that day. I don't know. I don't want to burst your bubble, but they're gonna be there like, hello? Seven says radio.
1: Yo, get in this picture real quick.
0: There's no rows of radios. Oh man, company man, Russell Wilson. And then now he's got Sean Payton. But even okay, so is Russell Wilson a company man? Limited. Well, he just got his stuff yelled at real hard and real loud and real clear. It all happened right in front of us. Very unnecessarily, too. (laughs) However you want to do it, that's fine. But the funny you know, I mean, part of me is like you can yell at him whenever you want. That's that you're the coach of the team what if he came back and said okay coach but why why the hell are we kicking this
1: field goal what's wrong with you dummy you
0: know yeah you don't why think-
1: why are we not going for it on fourth and goal from the sixth coach and that's when coach can decide if he wants to get you know hey i'll do the coaching and you go what's the question <laughs> in, in the 15 years he was in new orleans do you ever recall him yelling at drew Brees like that or mm. talking to breeze that way no uh, not once
0: i don't no, like lashing out on the sideline Is that because he knew right then and there that uh, the season had taken a very bad turn on that five yard penalty?
1: I honestly think he was just ticked off, and Russell Wilson was just right there. And he was just like, I am running so hot right now. I got to take this out on
0: someone. And Russ, my quarterback's right here. So let's yell at him. Um, I mean, I said it earlier in the, you know, last week. I I fell for that stuff myself, you know, and I kind of just barked at my kids and was like, someone's about to get it. (laughs) And I'm not even sure it had to do with my kids. Yeah. It almost was like all the other stuff that had led up to it. Um, that's interesting. You bring that up. Has he ever yelled at Drew Brees that way? I, I mean, Drew Brees and him were so like, finished yeah. each other's sentences, sandwiches. That they, they knew
1: they they made each other good. You know that it's a combination. It's not one or the other. It's both of them.
0: Right. And he's got. He knows he's got a stallion in Russ Wilson. But every now and again, even everyone who's ever had a horse, you, you know, even if you rid one up at the uh, you know Hidden Valley Ranch up there or something the deal is you got to kind of break these horses in a little bit to let them understand who's in charge. And maybe this was Sean Payton's kind of moment there where he's, he's trying to kind of break this horse in and let them know, Hey, back when we were winning super bowls, me and drew, this is how we did it. And, And currently right now, this isn't up to snuff. I don't know, man. I, the whole thing was so weird. Pretty overblown too, in my opinion. It, it kind of has been. I mean, deep down, coaches should get to yell at yeah. their players if I mean, they're you
1: guys making $80 million or something. Well, like, if I had a nickel for every time my coach and I got in a shouting match, I'd be rich. You guys just didn't see it on national TV. You know, this stuff happens all the time. This just happened to be on camera because it was right on the sideline.
0: Well, and it's so, alpha plus alpha equals yeah. alpha. I mean, there's no betas around there for real. Um, and so ah, part of me likes to see it. You know, I mean, part of me wants to see frustration and anger in lack of execution you know there's something to be said about disciplining you know kids like do you discipline them because you love them or if you love them enough won't you teach them discipline or or do you love them so much that disciplining kids is so hard to do because it's my little buddy man This this is jj man we're like frat brothers cut him some slack just give him some credit i mean for real you know, I I think that's some credit, I mean, for real. The ones who love you the most are maybe the ones that kind of hold you to the highest standard. And that high standard is being held with discipline as the alternative, right? We can we can stick to this high standard. I love you. I know you can do it. We can do this together. Please let me know how I can help. Oh, you're not doing your homework. Oh, you're kind of Oh, you're talking back to the teacher, huh? oh, you think now is a good time to tell your mom no? Oh, geez, well, because I love you so much, I've got to discipline you. I've got to. Otherwise, otherwise, I'm, I'm almost letting, you know, my love, my emotion of love blind me from trying to raise you the right way, in my eyes, whatever that means. You know, I mean, each person gets to choose with their children what's their right way to raise them. There's something to be said, though, about, you know, adding discipline in there to show how much I love you. If that makes sense. Absolutely.
1: I'd love to get like Breeze's take on this. Like how often did Sean yell at you? And did he ever yell at you in this manner? Or is Russell Wilson like really screwing up here? And, you know, did he deserve this tongue lashing basically?
0: And I mean, maybe Sean had a great play call on the one inch line and Russ audibled out of it to but, a pass play.
1: But the, the whole thing is like, they scored a touchdown on the play. It was a phantom, offensive offsides that took the TD off the board. But it's like they ran the right play. They scored a touchdown. So why is he so upset? He should, If he's yelling at anybody, it should be at the refs or Quinn Miners for being offsides. Um, I don't get it because they scored. He did, they did what they needed to do. Now that was third down where they scored? Right. It was third, third and goal from the one, and then you get the offsides, and then you decide to kick the field goal on fourth and goal from the six or, or third and goal from the six. No, they so they scored on fourth down. They scored on on fourth down, fourth and then the and penalty took it away. Yes,
0: and then it went to fourth and six, and then he kicked the field goal. Exactly,
1: which still was a three score game. They were down by seventeen. I
0: didn't understand the kicking of the field goal. Neither did I. That I was, mean, the, in and I'm a big fan of take your points, get your points, go kick another field goal. You know, later, but yeah, once it's three scores with you know single digits on the clock in terms of minutes. Then you got to kind of go for sixes, or even just get a pick six or a defensive fumble, or try. You know, even if you get stopped on the one yard line, you might get a safety where they punt it to you, and you get two points plus a touchdown. Now you're at nine. Uh, yeah, I.
1: I don't. I think he was just so emotionally like hot. Whereas like I'm just gonna take points. Like I'm just gonna get three damn points on the board because I'm so upset right now. Anyway,
0: there is something to be said. I mean, what happened to the Broncos happened to the Vikings. You saw it, Nick Mullins couldn't get two inches twice. He couldn't get two inches twice. It's like, it's gotta be just the most disgusting feeling in your stomach when you're not even going into your playbook and calling a play of any substance. You're just like, Hey, QB sneak. And he falls over sideways and like barely holds the ball and slips, you know? And you're like, Oh, I think we just lost three inches on a, on a play. We needed to get three inches. It's gotta That's be, just. Dis- it's gotta be disgusting. Um, Maybe it was emotions clouding his judgment, I don't know. You know, it—it's something we haven't seen in a while, at all. I, we hadn't seen it at all this year, really, had we? From Sean Payton yelling at a player yell- like mm. right up in him. Not that we've
1: seen. Not that we've seen. I think he'll choose some guys everywhere. out. The Jets game. I remember when he fumbled that ball at the end of that game. He was pretty upset at Russ as well. Um, and I have—I haven't really seen him go after anybody else besides the quarterback. Which is which is interesting. He like he holds Russ to a to a higher standard than the other position groups for whatever reason. Cause he's an offensive guy, because he's a quarterback guy.
0: God, it's so. a tough line. There's a fine line there between tough love, right? Discipline because I love you, and just kind of being a jerk. And believe me, I fall I fall into category three there a little more than I would like to. Whether it's at home trying to discipline my kids or coaching fourth graders in baseball or basketball sometimes it's like damn you know just because you're disappointed and just because you feel like they're not giving you the respect you deserve doesn't give me the right to be a jerk and then when i'm done you know like god geez dang gersh why were you being a jerk They're fourth graders you know but then at a certain point you feel disrespected too when they i think he audibled out of a a simple run play on first down and basically, that's when Peyton says, if you just do what I say on first freaking down, then we're not in this fourth and six because we had a, a brain fart. All right. Or maybe, Coach, if you challenge one of those two, you might win, and it's a
1: touchdown right there. But anyway.
0: I don't know, we're, man. We're on I are New England. Isn't that crazy, though? I feel like I don't know if either one of those calls would have got overturned. I,
1: I, 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 don't I don't think
0: so. Right it was awesome. inconclusive I, to me. And I think, if anything, they kind of made the right call. I I hate it more than anybody, guys. I hate the part about in the NFL where we don't get to celebrate right away, and then we do get to celebrate later after further conclusion. And by then, it's like, huh, oh, kind of all the air's out of the balloon, anyway. And you um, kind of
1: know what the what the call is going to be because you've seen the replay ten times now. So right,
0: and but even then, they still. Cease to amaze you sometimes. Oh yeah,
1: I mean, the, how many times the rules official on the TV broadcast yeah. it
0: disagrees no with brainer. the officials on the field? <laughs> He's like, "This is a no-brainer." Guys called back. Jim, this one's coming back, and then they're like, "After further review, it's a completed catch. He made a football move." What?
1: Get out of here, Gene Steratore.
0: But I mean, but that's the thing about Pat Mahomes complaining at the end of the game because one play didn't go his way. If a game comes down to one play. Or if the game can be decided by the officials, then maybe you didn't win by enough. And you probably lost if you're complaining, right? Usually the team that won by one point, they'd like, ah, oh, man, the officials weren't that great, but, who snuck that one out. And the team that loses usually has the complaining, the blaming, and the explaining to do. Bobby Knight always told us. Chiefs. Don't complain, don't explain, and don't blame. Right? You got to wear it. You got to own it. You got to grow with it. You know, you got to man up, show up. Shut up and grow up. It ain't that hard. It's like eating chicken wings. You got to you gotta grip it. You got to rip it, dip it, and strip Drip. it. I'm thinking about going to Hooters. I missed the Hooters segment this week. You did.
1: You did. Could have used it. The- it was just
0: Danny and Mila? Yep. How'd it go?
1: Uh, Maddie was taking care of her boyfriend as well. Um, went well. She went has a boyfriend? Well. Maddie does. Uh, I think they both do, guys.
0: Don't sweat it, though. They're still great. Yeah, Mila's great, too. Bubbles. She's got great energy out there. Yeah. And then Maddie comes with it. Maddie comes with that NFL knowledge. Okay. All right, Maddie. Let's see what you What'd you go with on your order? Oh, man, I uh, I
1: went big. I went big for a big Christmas meal. I love that. Yeah.
0: I love that. It is our final show before Christmas. It's Red Pants Friday. Remember, everyone deployed. Yo, Whiteley style, I got my red pants on. So you got your red pants on? We'll talk about it more on the other side. This is the Smile High Morning Show.
1: White trippin', I ain't
0: even doing nothing. You're a jerk. I'm a jerk. You ain't
1: never lie, but hey, do me a favor. Call me jerk one more time. You're a jerk. I know. You're a jerk. I know. You're a jerk. I know. You're a jerk. Ay. Ay. You're a jerk.
0: Stone Temple Pilots there for you. Yeah! Where you going? It's right in Danny's alley, too. He just gets that kind of like, Beautiful woman. Hey, Smile High Morning Show. We're back. 303-831-1340 is the hotline. Also the text line. We'd love to hear from you. It's the Friday before the holidays. It's like been 60 degrees all week. I dropped my kids off at school. They're all wearing shorts and like Christmas stuff. Sounds crazy, man. Um, but it sounds like that snow is coming and could possibly have an effect on the Sunday night game. I'm hearing anywhere from like two to six inches, possibly maybe overnight Saturday, though. So they'll probably be able yeah, to feel that's what cleared. it sounds
1: like Saturday night into Sunday morning. And the game is at 615 on Sunday night. So probably cold, but probably not a whole
0: lot of snow during the game. How many primetime games is that for the Broncos this season? It's almost like 5 or 6 it seems like. <laughs>
1: Probably not as many as last year. Last year was insane with the primetime games. Right. Uh embarrassing really cuz they kept falling flat on their face. Like they were bad all season but especially in primetime.
0: Yeah, it was to getting to the point where they were like going to flex them out of there cuz Broncos fans were booing the home team yeah. so like vehemently fervently. Yeah, it's um that's the blessing, right? That's the that's the gift and the curse though that comes with when this you've the got fifth. is it the fifth fifth yeah. primetime game this
1: year? Yep. And final? Uh yes, yep, because the other two will be Sunday afternoon. Great.
0: Yeah, I mean it's um how have they done? Are you looking at did you happen to have it right there in front of you? I mean, yeah. This year have they had a little bit better or are they kind of going with that okay. Kirk Cousins approach?
1: We'll take a look here. So first one was that Thursday night at Kansas City, lost 19 to 8. Great game though. Yeah, right. Um second one was the Buffalo game the Monday night heart-in-a-blender type game. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, you win it because Buffalo has 12 men on the field. 12 men on the field. You get an point. extra shot at the field goal. Uh, the next one, you were there uh, Sunday night against the Vikes. I was there. Uh, beating Josh Dobbs by one point. I try to not remember that one
0: until you just brought it up to me.
1: <laughs> yeah, so you're 2-1 so far. Keep going. And then last Saturday, Detroit got shellacked. So you're 2-2. 42-17. Yeah. And then number five on Sunday night. Or is it the Pats? I
0: mean, does Belichick deep down want to lose this game, or does he want to? So you think he's done after three games in New England. If that's the case, wouldn't you want to go out with, with Dubs? Probably. If you were the coach, or would, you, or would you want to leave him with a better draft pick and be like, see see what I did for you there? I can I can cheat with the best of them. You know that. Yeah, that's a, that's a great question.
1: I would think you'd want to end on a good note, but at the same time, He's probably like I'm going to be somewhere else next year. It was like the Jets when he kind of left the Jets high and dry, and then took the Patriots coaching job, you know, some 23 years ago. But uh, I would imagine that that defense—he's going to have the defense playing really hard. I think the offense is su- such a lost cause at this point. There's not a whole lot you can do there, but the defense, especially the run defense, will be playing tough. I
0: mean, it is crazy when you look at the standings. It, what what it really comes down to are the teams that are on the top of their division. Their quarterbacks didn't get hurt, right? Dak is still doing all right. Jalen Hurts, he did, you know, they've lost three straight, but he's still fine. And then the commanders and the Giants, they don't got no QB. Brock Purdy's doing fine. Matt Stafford, 8-7 and seven after 15. Yeah, they look real good last night. Seahawks, you know, Seahawks, Seahorse, Drew Locke, and then Kyler Murray like that ah, on half the season. Lions, golf has been there the whole time. Vikings are scraping and clawing on their fourth quarterback of the season. Yeah. Bears, same deal. in the Packers, I, what's the deal with the Packers? They just don't got no talent, right? I tried to Six tell you guys eight. this. I tried to tell you that roster ain't got no talent. I on, agreed. On the offense. On the offense. Their <laughs> receivers aren't good. <laughs> Their receivers. I told you, Romeo Dobbs is not
1: that good. Danny's over here. Ah,
0: I got Christian Watson, you know? I mean, Watson's like, hurt a lot. He's Watson, good when he's yeah. healthy, but. I think he's dropped more big passes than he's caught. Even you look at Baker Mayfield, right? He, he was there in week one. He beat the Vikings in week one. He's there with the Buccaneers on top of the division because he's not hurt, right? The Saints have been kind of in and out with Derek Carr, and that that's just the NFC. Let's check the AFC out. Tua, healthy. Josh Allen, healthy. They're on the top, the bottom two in that division. No starting quarterback. Russ is healthy. Pat Mahomes is healthy. The Raiders and the Chargers are, are hurting.
1: So literally every division leader has had their quarterback healthy all season. Let's
0: keep going. Um, yeah, i mean, we got AFC two more. South- Lamar Jackson. Lamar's been healthy. Joe Flacco, unbelievable work he's doing. And then whatever, Jake Browning's been able to pull off. has been pretty slick, bro. That, that boy came to play last week. I mean, he was throwing up some prayers, um, yeah. but T those Higgins? prayers were answered. And then Trevor Lawrence, right, with the Colts, like, scraping by with Gardner Minshew and with C.J. Stroud kind of falling off a little bit injury-wise, Yep, they've fallen down. Now, they're still 8-6. and six. There's exceptions to every rule, but more so the rule that we're coming to, to let you know is that healthy quarterbacks... That are top ten, top fifteen guys, (laughs) you're going to be on the top of the division. If you got a top forty-five guy, you know if you got a Josh Dobbs, the forty-fifth best quarterback in the United States, you're going to need some help, right? If you got, you know, Aiden O'Connell, who are the Raiders have? I mean, who does the guy Easton Stick? This is my new favorite one, (laughs) Easton Stick. You know, so it just goes to show you, man. Half of this thing is about being healthy at the right time. And half of it's just having your talented guys that just don't get hurt. And I think you know if you look at the Nuggets, same thing was said. You know they had the, they they got Aaron Gordon a couple of years ago, right? Aaron Gordon's been here a long time, but they didn't have a healthy Jamal. And then when Jamal came back, wasn't healthy. Michael Porter Jr. wasn't quite there. And then it took finally that third season. You know they lost to the Suns, right? They lost to the Warriors. And the next thing you know, everybody's healthy and out, and they only need eight guys. They got good bench help. Bruce Brown comes and plays out of his mind. And next thing you know, you know, you're healthy. You get the one seed. And then when you get the one seed, you sweep the Lakers. Damn. One of the best moments of 2023. Easy. Yeah, I think so. I think so. And then, I mean, it was sweet when, you know, the East didn't really bring anyone to the party. I mean, you didn't have to play Boston. You didn't have to play Milwaukee or Philadelphia. Thanks, Jimmy Butler. But that goes to show you how good Jimmy Butler really is, if we're being honest. Um, and, it, and it goes to show you that in the East, did, did Giannis get hurt? Did their quarterback get hurt?
1: Uh, I think he missed a game or two. I mean, they, they lost in the first round yeah. to Miami. So.
0: Yeah. But I'm saying, I mean, they didn't, you know, when they needed their quarterback most, Giannis, he he, he was hurt. And he, it's, it's kind of hard to advance when you, your best player isn't out there. Um It'll be interesting to see how these final weeks shake down, though. I mean, you've got the better quarterback in all three of the games. you got the better defense in all three of the games? I don't know, man. This, this Raiders defense has been kind of filthy since Pierce got back, got on that squad. You got to have a... Wow, well, the Chargers... I, I was giving the Chargers so much love in game one against the Broncos for their defense, and that thing was over early. The defense didn't show for nothing. Um. So I think... And I think I think on Sunday night you're going to have the best better defense. If you got the better quarterback and the better defense, you should win unless what happens? Muff, turnovers. Yeah, muff takeaways, yeah. missed field goal. Yeah, yeah, blocked extra point, you know, so uh lined up in the neutral zone on a fourth and one. Which if you guys want me to be all pissed about that, I can't do it. Homeboy was off. He was not lined up in proper formation. I j- if we're gonna knock Kadavius, Kadarius Tony, who mean What am I doing? Kadarius. Kadarius. Yep. Yeah. If we're gonna if we're gonna say Tony was offsides and the Chiefs deserved to get that one taken back, which I agree with, then you gotta say the guy next to the center. It's like a flying V. It's always been a flying V formation. Center gets his head out there. Everyone else has the formation up. And I think the reason they're doing this and calling that is because of this tush push stuff, this brotherly shove stuff.
1: I agree. Yeah. It's like uh, Jason Kelsey moves the football before every time they run that play as well.
0: Imagine that Jason Kelsey's trying to get a little edge there. Oh, and you see the centers bobbing their head and you see this and that. But it's like the guy's going to dive at the knees of the defender anyway. I guess maybe he should do it from his right position. I actually think it was the right call and I could see how if they let it go. They would just be like, "Well, it's just no one would have said anything." Boys, being boys, yeah, That's insane. Quinn
1: Miners was like, "I've never been offsides in my life playing football at any level." Yeah, uh, uh, <laughs> you learn new rules every week. you are we putting thing. an emphasis on offensive offsides this year. <laughs>
0: it it is something. I mean, and it would be funny if Kadarius Tony was a lineman, right? Or if Quinn Miners was a wide receiver. But they've done it in two separate instances on two uh, season changing plays. Right, I'm not ta- We're not talking about a, a second and three, you know. From, you know, you're on your own twenty nine yard line. You're just trying to get a first down. Both plays resulted in touchdowns being taken off the board. Exactly. Yeah, for teams that are trying to win their division or not lose it in the Chiefs in the Chiefs realm. So, golly, it is interesting. It is interesting when when basketball officials start calling charges. Versus blocks, And it's interesting, you know, when they're calling a carry, you're like, oh, you called a carry, huh? Oh, like we're calling that now. Oh, we're, we're calling that now. But then, but, you know, the two-step plus a jump back to get a wide-open three-pointer, you know, we're not going to call that any travel. So it is. It is yeah, it's, uh... it's like three seconds, you know. You
1: could call that way more than they do. You know? Oh, my goodness. It's like oh, it's, it's holding. If a guy complains about it, then you might look at it and then call it, but. I don't think out of the blue, they're just looking to call a
0: three-second violation. And it's also would be one of those things, like, if you're really going to further emphasize it, let everyone know. Don't just send a league memo to coaches that maybe they read it. Put something on Twitter for all to follow. Hey, NFL officials here just want to let you guys know the last couple weeks of the season here, we're really going to be keeping an eye on these three things. Right, warn them. Yeah, we're going to keep an eye on formations. Because, hey, Bill Belichick, He used to cheat the formation game so hard. He'd been working so hard. So So coach. Coach Coach Belichick. He's like Sebastian. Remember, they were playing the Ravens, and there was something where they would put guys, they would put big number guys in weird spots and setting formations off and doing overloads, and it was as close to illegal as possible while being still semi-legal. You know what I mean? And then the next year they they fixed it and they said you can't overload with too many blah blah blahs. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that, that was Belichick. Yeah. And, and it was Harbaugh who who was like, this guy's he's doing illegal formations. So he knows all the loopholes and my that's my point exactly. If you're not gonna call it, then they're gonna find a loophole to to get around it. Um, but it'll be interesting to see, man, if Coach Belichick kind of goes for it or not. And it'll be interesting to see if. This is the last time the Broncos ever get to go against Coach Belichick, Patriots head coach, or Coach Belichick, NFL head coach. NFL head coach. What do you uh, think? Is that game going to be pretty packed, or is the holiday going to have something to do with it? You think you are going to get like a Sunday morning text from your buddy, like, "Hey, I got two tickets. If you want to go," uh, are you going? You going to be there? Uh,
1: no, I no, I don't think so. I'll be up in the mountains, but um, I don't. That's a good question. I don't know how uh how highly sought after these tickets are going for. Or if you want to go on StubHub and what the price is, Can't I have no idea. It's a big game, isn't it? It is a big game, but it's also Christmas Eve. Uh, I don't know. I don't know.
0: It'll be interesting to see. Prime time, Christmas Eve could be a snow game against one of your biggest non—I mean, your biggest non-division rival, right?
1: I'd say over the last twenty years, yes. Them in Pittsburgh, probably. Yeah, outside there you go.
0: of the division. Yeah, yeah. The other thing, is there a bunch of, like, chowderheads that live out here that would scoop up those tickets? A bunch of D-Max and a Always. bunch of, like, Boston dudes? Always. <laughs> wicked. Chowder. Chowder. My buddy James Wax, he just called me the other day from Boston, and it didn't take him very long to start saying, like, choice and wicked and, like, get out of here. And, like, I'm like, James, you just live in Taiwan, and now you're, like. <laughs> You're Southeast Finest. Pack the car, have it, yet? Yeah. yeah, get out of here. Pack your Watch, car, Yuka, the Walmart. Hit a wicked fat. Damn. Fenway Pack. I kind of want to go to that game now. Christmas Eve. Hmm. What would Too Short do? That's what I always ask myself. Hmm. He'd say, I'm going to Niners Ravens. I'm Damn. a Bay Area boy. Too Short. He's got his own language. Him and E40, man, they just... Nobody does it better. And you go to a Raiders game in Vegas, they're still blasting that too short. Because they're Oakland. They're Oakland. Till so the day they DIE. Love that. All right, we'll be right back on The Other Side. Get your money, man.
1: Get yours. Get it while
0: Like a is this like a hip 80s version of the local motion or what's going on here? I don't know. I thought this was OG. Is this the OG?
1: It's, uh, it is Grand Funk Railroad.
0: Interesting. I'm- Interesting. I think like the locomotion is like the 50s, kind of like poodle skirts. And then this is Grand Funk Railroad, which makes me think they're doing like their version of it with a little grand funk. And if I'm not mistaken, does Debbie Gibson have a version? Of the local motion, Debbie Gibson? Oh, man, that's that's beyond me. Come on. Come on. Maybe it was Tiffany. I don't know. Anyway, we're going to do a little quickie here. Little quickie segment. I talked too much in first segment one. I talked too much in segment first two. Okay. Third segment, quickie. And then uh, wrap it up, fourth segment. Did you, have you seen, uh, speaking of awesome accents, have you seen the Nikola Jokic hotels commercial? Oh, with Peyton Watson? So dope. Yes. uh, He's had a couple.
1: Uh, They released a couple of them.
0: Really? Mm -hmm. The pet-friendly one, it gets me, bro. It gets me real good. And he's like, oh, yeah, you know, like two guys and a horse walk into a hotel, and he goes, it's a pony. And then, because I got this ear, and I just love, like, when everything is so well chosen and nothing is arbitrary, the music going out, you know what they're playing, right? The little there's a little pianist, kind of a little twelve inch pianist, just kind of playing a little song. Almost like you're in a hotel lobby. Do you know the song? They're playing in the background as that commercial's kind of going fading to black.
1: I I'd have to go back and listen to it again, but I would guess Ophelia
0: by gonna, the Lumineers. Oh wow, great guess. I love that. I'm gonna give you a clue. Wah. Wah wah. Wah wah You know that one? Uh, is that Def Leppard? My Pony. Oh, my. Oh, genuine. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And then, of course, because he goes, this is not a horse. It's a pony. And they go to br- and they like fade to black where they're kind of looking at each other, shaking their head. And sure enough, my pony. But it's like an acoustic pianist version. My pony. Damn, that one got me good. No, it's cool. This place is pet friendly. And like the lady's like, hey, little guy, when the horses ponies walking by. What's the other one? You've seen a
1: second commercial? I, I haven't seen it. Okay. I heard other people talking about it, though, and I was like,
0: that's not the one I saw. And then so. what? what's the deal with Jokic and the shoes? He's 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 pieced out with Nike. He said, thank you, love you much, and the American shoe brand. I'm going with new shoe brand no one ever heard of. 361?
1: 361. It is a Chinese brand, and the Joker will become a leading global face of it.
0: He's going to be the biggest... Greatest of all time, he's gonna be the king of China. He's gonna sell a lot of shoes. That's for damn sure. Uh, Not just in the U.S. No also. doubt. I wonder and, uh... if he takes the Shaquille O'Neal approach. Remember Shaquille? Like he, his shoes are a little too expensive. You ever heard the story where the mom came to him? He tried to give the mom a couple hundred bucks to buy some shoes, and he goes, "I don't." She goes, "I don't want your money. I want your shoes to be affordable for kids." Damn. And then next thing you know, the next day he pulled from Reebok and went to Walmart and made his own shoes and sold millions. And Shaq took it personal. He did, dude. There's something different about Shaq. And, and there's something different about Nikola Jokic. I mean, there is something to be said about his level of of give a, you know, give a funk when it comes to Grand Funk Railroad. And you you love the part when the whistle blows and he's inside the rectangle that is the basketball court. There's never a doubt in anyone's mind how much he cares, right? But then it is funny right after the game. He can get to a press conference. He can get to... Whatever it may be, and kind of find himself in, in in a lackadaisical, maybe not lackadaisical, but in kind of a not that important water off a duck's back, no big deal, um, and, and that rubs people the wrong way, sort of. And, and I think you know, Kyrie used to kind of do that. There's def- there's different guys that, for different reasons, you want them to love the game more, and they kind of don't. Is Russell Westbrook does he kind of fall under that? I feel like he's a gamer. I does feel he like love the game? Does I he like so. love 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 it? Oh,
1: I think okay. so. I but, think he's different. He but, was
0: getting into some fashion there a little bit. He was getting into his own line of glasses and stuff like that, and I was starting to wonder. I don't know. Just the way he competes on a every
1: single night basis, I think I think he really does love basketball.
0: Yeah, that's there's something to be said there. I mean, it's undeniable when when, when the whistles blow. But I mean, the same could be said about Kyrie, right? When the, when the game's going, and he's got the rock in his hands, there's no question he loves it. Right. Oh, yeah. But it's more so like in that post game or in that, you know, you're not taking it as hard as I'm taking it Right. or you didn't love that win as much as I loved that win and if I'm a- There's
1: a social issue that pops up that's going to take precedence over my NBA games. Right,
0: <laughs> right. He's like, "So wait, you guys still think the earth is round? You fools." Anyway, I think um I think Jokic should be in more commercials. He's so funny. He's just he I'm so happy that he's ours. You know, I mean, there's just there's not too many guys like Nikola Jokic and to say that he's yours and even Giannis. Right. I mean, to say that I'm sure Milwaukee Bucks fans are just like, how cool is it that this dude is ours? And when you're in big markets like a Dallas, like Miami, whatever it may be, Boston or L.A., you're used to having big names, but there is something to be said about like homegrown talent and bringing guys up through your organization and guys that, you know, hopefully coach prime is the same as Nikola Jokic guys that don't want to leave guys that aren't looking for the next green pasture. Cause they got a sick office looking over Folsom field in Boulder, Boulder, Colorado with a little dusting of snow on the flat irons. And you're like, Tallahassee. I'm not sure a Tallahassee is better than this. Right. And I'm sure, Nicole gets off an airplane and he's like in LA and he's like I don't know man it was 60 on Friday in Denver I dropped my kids off at school wearing shorts and elf hat for Christmas have whole whole ho time I'm I room dad I uh my daughter I room dad for her and we have my wife Italian she makes a pizzas for the whole class I'm room dad Oh, no, sorry, that's Danny. Um, man, there's just something so special about saying this guy's ours and he's on our team. You had it with Nolan Arenado, and you kind of let that go away. There, Blackman. Charlie Blackman is special. He came up. He's special. Nolan Arenado's MVP special. know what I mean? In the league. And almost, are we? if we're being honest, he got robbed. Chris Bryant for sure took one from him.
1: Blackman could have won one, too, I thought. Like 2017-ish but
0: the year Charlie Blackman was the leadoff hitter and like went crazy yeah, it was
1: 2017 or 18 one of those two years
0: and then they had LeMahieu right
1: yeah um and his last season was incredible too before they let him
0: walk and then paid the same exact money for Daniel Murphy oh man don't don't even don't even but you know i mean the nuggets need Bruce Brown right the the rockies need DJ LeMahieu this isn't your best player you know what i'm saying but you need you know, you need, like, who, who's the Broncos version of kind of a fifth man or an eighth man? I mean. Justin Simmons? Oh, no, like a bench guy? Like oh. a, like a guy that's a piece, a very valuable piece, but he's not getting no MVP votes and he's not getting a huge contract next year. But, like. Like with a jewel? Josie, um, yeah, exactly. Or, you know, Baron Browning or someone like this. Like, I don't know. You need guys that early in the year you may not sure you're going to get anything out of. There's just something to be said about. it. you know what's funny too is, hopefully Peyton Watson can be one of those guys this year. How did Peyton Watson get chosen for that commercial? Out of That's all the a good guys. Question:
1: I don't know. He's got very odd connections too. Is Southern California like he's close with Snoop? Um,
0: right. He was like, I can get you Jokic. Yeah.
1: Right. And then like like Kevin Durant, he has a special relationship with. So.
0: Interesting.
1: He was a five star, uh, really hot prospect out of high school. So. But I don't know why why they, why they picked him out of no it makes out of sense. everyone to be on that commercial.
0: Dude, that makes perfect sense. He's got LA ties. LA where they filmed that. LAhotels.com, probably based in California. And someone was like, "Well, I got I know Peyton and Peyton can probably get you Nikola Jokic." And they're like, "Peyton Manning?" And they're like, "No, no, 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 no." And they're like, "Oh, Sean Peyton." And you're like, "No, no, 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 no." "Oh, George
1: Peyton." George okay.
0: Peyton? No way. And you're like, "No." And then they're like, "Who then?" And you're like, it's elementary, dear Watson. And they're like, I don't get your dad joke. And you're like, fine, I'll explain it more on the other side. Smile High Morning Show. Two. We're living our best lives. We're getting our lives together right now. It's Christmas. Danny's a room dad. He's giving pitzels to the kids. Run DMC. That's probably one of my top three favorite Christmas carols. Meli Kaliki Maka. And then uh Blue 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 Christmas. Hello, We got any texts on the text line?
1: Sure do. Mark and Golden. Our guy. Our guy. Merry he Christmas, says, Mark. Yep says, have a nice vacation, guys. Gotta love Colorado and playing pasture pool the week of Christmas. Feliz Navidad and Happy New Year to all the mayhem. Uh, brochachos, say a prayer for the Broncos and especially for Danny as he inches another year towards
0: senility. Man, he's old. Danny's an old bum. He's an old head. Uh, Merry Christmas to the Williamses. Merry Christmas to the Becker family. Merry Christmas to all y'all. Merry Christ. Merry Christmas,
1: you filthy animals. Balinski
0: right? He. Was, we almost got Robbie in the building. All you may have icons. We love you guys, man. We do. We really do. And we thank you for participating in this little game we play every morning. We're trying to make you laugh. We're trying to make you think. We're trying to make you feel feelings. Um, and deep down, we're trying to make you tune in again tomorrow and go through it all again one more time. So it's been a it's been a fun year. Um, and it's been a ton of fun for uh, for me especially. Getting back in the game and uh and it's been great being here with, with A B and D dubs and then you know when we do Hooters Wednesday we give them all we got and when we got whoever we got in, we're gonna we're gonna give them all the love. And and uh before we go out, Juan says hello, my friends from Juan and Danny sucks. Yes, Juan knows how to text. This yeah. is incredible. Yeah. I thought he had a razor phone or a flip phone. I thought he had one of them Nokia's. <laughs> you gotta press the number three three times to get a F. D E F yeah, also huge shout-out to uh, Dr. Kenny Burson, Denver Dentists and Implant Center. Those guys are second to nobody. They're the best in the business. Mark Bloomfield, Liz Bloomfield, Bloomfield Beef. Man, we love those guys. We're so thankful that they were able to um, sponsor us this year and, uh, and give those guys a, a look, man. Bloomfieldbeef.com. It's the best of the best. We're super thankful for their sponsorship this year. That's it, and that's all. 2023 has been dope, super dope. We're taking next week off nuggets Dion, sean payton a lot going on in 2023. man i mean we were at a parade for the nuggets we were danny was on there at tcu and when, when coach prime won that game beat nebraska beat colorado state and then we stopped winning and look out for them denver broncos and sean payton they might they might have 10 wins by the end of this thing hey for not danny williams room mom for alex becker ab putting that bleep on I'm Coach G from the LLC always representing the 303 much love we love you guys we'll miss you guys we'll see you next year good night Sheila night. good night thank I'll you i'll never Sheila. forget today bye, bye Sheila i'll never forget tonight bye Terry All right, do no, whatever Go inside. bye Sheila see you, Terry bye Sheila I don't know if you heard me. bye Terry they no summer end it say i'm crazy